Welcome to a very refreshing hour of business talk. This is the future of cars with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best run business is run SAP. You'll hear from the innovators who know how to use game-changing technologies and business strategies to shake up the status quo in the automotive industry and its supporting ecosystem and help them move in exciting new directions. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome to SAP's third annual Best Practices for Automotive Conference, where we're bringing together hundreds and hundreds of automotive industry professionals. We've got senior leadership, decision makers, analysts, support teams, and many more for a -a one-of-a-kind experiential event built around three important pillars. Number one, learning. Number two, innovation. Number three, Peer collaboration. Hello, I'm Bonnie D. Graham, producer and host of the Future of Cars with Game Changers Radio, presented by SAP. I've been invited to speak with some of the very important people at the conference, and right now it's my pleasure to welcome uh, somebody who was a guest on one of our radio shows earlier this year. It's Kenny Hawk. He's the CEO of a company called Mojio. Let me spell that M O J I O if you want to look that up. Kenny Hawk, it's been a couple months. How have you been? been great. Really happy to be back here, Bonnie. And uh, here in my hometown, I actually grew up in Detroit, just six miles from where the conference is. Has Detroit, I don't know your age, I'm not going to ask Kenny, but has Detroit changed a lot in how many years? Is it a a decade, two, three, four? You want to give us a clue? How long? A couple decades and Detroit has changed a lot. I bet. Detroit is back back and uh, it's amazing seeing, you know, the renaissance down here. You know, uh, growing up in the 70s, they talked about the Renaissance Center, but there's actual, actually a real Renaissance, and you could see it. You know, the complete downtown has changed. Is it vibrant? Is it exciting? Is it populated? Is there a lot it, it going is. on? Well, you know, it's, a, it's the only city in America where all four sports teams, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey, are all downtown. First time ever. And, uh, you know, another interesting fact about Detroit, it was the first city in the world to have individual phone numbers. Before you had party lines, everyone talks on the same phone line. Yeah, yeah. Detroit was the first to assign private phone numbers, and they did that all the way back in 1879. So the car and communications were meant to be together. Well, this is fascinating. I've spoken to several of the attendees yesterday and today. We have a lot a lot more interviews to do, and nobody has given me the important factoids about Detroit. So we're delighted. The first individual private phone numbers and the first place to have all four sports teams located downtown and the city's going through a renaissance. I like that, Kenny. We could talk about this all day. However, I have a couple of questions for you about what is going on in the automotive field. So let me get started. You know, Kenny, Game Changers Radio is global. We have listeners all over the world. And right now they want to know what are the most innovative automotive trends you're learning about at the event that are critical for you and your company? Let's focus on you. Well, it's it's connecting up the connecting up cars to the internet and the connected car has been talked about for a long time and it's actually happening and mojo is part of connecting up all the unconnected and the big car oems are starting to connect up the new cars and that's a really exciting time because the car has so much data uh, that previously had been hidden and not really being able to be accessed or used by the consumer and now it's opening up and uh, we're just seeing an explosion of it um, our company has gone from zero to 400,000 subscribers uh, just over the past eight months. And uh, it's accelerating because people want their cars connected so they can have high-speed Wi-Fi in the car and have safety and security knowing where their 
team drivers, family, uh, employees are, and making sure the car is safe and uh, ready to roll. Very interesting what you just said. Number one, it's almost eight months since you were on Game Changers Radio with me. I hope that had something to do with the explosion in your company's subscription rate, but we don't have to go there. Uh, the second question is, um, what exactly does your company do? I should have asked you at the top. We want everybody to know, what is Mojo? Sure. Mojo is uh, based in Palo Alto and Palo Alto, Silicon Valley and Vancouver, British Columbia. We're a cloud software platform provider for connected cars. And we make it easy for mobile operators around the world to offer connected car services to their uh, consumers. So you can just walk into a T-Mobile store, sign up for SyncUp Drive, and within a few minutes, your car is now a modern connected car. And you do that for just 10 bucks a month. Wow. Wow, wow. I'm, I, I want to finish the interview quickly so I can go do that for my car. Thank you very much. Now, let's talk about business outcomes, Kenny Hawk. How do you see your company creating outcomes that add business value? That is the bottom line question from the trends that are being talked about, discussed, alluded to at the conference. What do you think? Well, I think there's uh, two key ones, and it's a business outcome uh, in terms of dollars and cents, but also mm-hmm. a, uh, a human outcome in terms of saving lives. Um, teen drivers, teen driver, you know, cars are number one killer of teens uh, between 16 and 20 in America, mm-hmm. and teen uh, driver deaths have been on the rise steadily for the last five years since video and Snapchat and YouTube have come out, and um, unfortunately, teens um, are still hooked on those even when they get into the car. So, you know, those deaths have been declining steadily over the last 30 years and the last five, and then they've been steadily increasing. And punishing teens is not working. Um, taking the keys away, telling them not to do it, none of that works. Um, what does work is having a coach uh, that's always there with the teen and having them get an impartial view of how are they actually driving. And what we found is uh, by doing that, uh, teens actually change their behavior. Uh, 20% reduction in speeding, 60% reduction in phone use, and it's all tied to rewards. Basically, uh, rewarding the teen by doing things like sticking to the speed limit on the freeway or driving 100 miles in the city without any harsh braking and then getting a free tank of gas from mom or a gift certificate to Nike from dad, and that actually works. So the outcome is saving cars, saving the damage of collision, but more importantly, saving lives. And I've got two teen daughters, and that's really important to me. Wow. You you just tossed a lot of interesting information at us. Very, very interesting. And, and you've almost answered, well, you have answered the next question, Kenny. I wanted to say Stefan Krauss, whom I, with whom I spoke yesterday, the opening keynote speaker at the event, asked the question of the audience, are you the disruptor or the disrupted? I think it's a safe bet to say that Mojo is a disruptor. Why don't you tell us how? Well, we're a disruptor by taking that hidden data and making it available to the consumer in a really easily digestible format in a mobile app and doing that for a fair price. Um, and we're doing it in conjunction with, you know, I would say, you know, the entrenched players, which are the big mobile operators. Uh, we're making it easy for them to connect up the cars and then unlock that data for the consumers. Um, definitely disrupting things because in the past, to get services like that, you might pay 30 40 50 bucks a month, and now you can get it for 10 bucks from uh, T-Mobile, and it includes free roadside assistance. So definitely disrupting multiple mm. parts of the automotive value chain. I would say so. Very, very interesting. How'd you come up with the $10 figure? Did you do market research or, or based on what other services are costing? You know, it was it was a collaborative effort with the carriers. And what they realized is you're not going to give up your smartphone 
just because you connect your car to the internet, but mm-hmm. um, you know you are going to use it differently. So it's you know incremental revenue for the carrier without a ton of incremental cost. So it shouldn't be priced at the fully loaded price that you might charge for a uh, smartphone, for example. So that was a big mental shift for the carriers, and, and it's working. Um, people are keeping their smartphones, but now they're connecting up their cars and, and getting a lot of value out of it. Thank you. Very interesting. Now, something we do on all of our Game Changer shows, Kenny, you're familiar with it at the end of the show. I say, look, look into the crystal ball and give a prediction. So I'm going to ask you to peer into the future from your vantage point in the industry and as the CEO of Mojio. And tell me, based on what you've seen at the event so far, based on your vast knowledge, Kenny, what do you predict will be the most dramatic automotive industry game changer between, let's say, 2020 and 2025? Can you go out that far for me? Absolutely. I've been thinking a lot about this. And one that's crystal clear is there are going to be more connected cars and there will be unconnected cars. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be some people, and these are individual entrepreneurs, that make more money from their cars than their cars cost them. Today, your car Ooh. is an expense. It's a yeah. big item next to your house. And it's typically a wasting mm-hmm. asset that declines in value and it's only an expense. We've already got customers that have 70 vehicles that they're using ride-sharing, using them for Lyft drivers, Uber drivers, and they're actually making more money out of their cars than the cars are costing them. And uh, I think that's a really exciting piece for the industry where your car can actually make you money instead of cost you money. Car becomes revenue generator. Interesting. I just moved from one state to another and just to get new tags, just to register the car. I got away with a little over $500 at the DMV just to get those plates between tax for this, tax for that, charge for this, charge for that. I was, I never expected anything like that, but we'll just leave that one go. So it's even more expensive now. And the state where I moved to, Kenny, now taxes on the value of the car. And I'm driving a nine-year-old sports car, so the book value wasn't too bad, uh, a little lower than I I obviously would sell it for. I'm not parting with it, but I was intrigued that every year I will be hit with that value tax as it's an asset. So very interesting perspective. And in the future, you're going to only be charged for the amount of time you drive that car on the road and the amount of insurance will be tied to how much you drive the car and how you drive it. And it won't just be a flat fee for everybody. And like I say, you know, a car sits 90% of the time. If you could take that car and use it for other things and get paid for that, um, yes. you know, the younger folks uh, are definitely interested in doing that. Over half the millennials are doing it. And in China, people are even let, letting their neighbors do test drives in their car. Instead of going get to the car out. dealer, they just test drive their neighbor's car before getting a new car. Get and out. It's simpler, wow. faster. The neighbor makes money. You save time. And you also don't waste a bunch of gas driving to and from the dealer. So really interesting oh experiments going on out there. So you can imagine I've been what's asking, coming in 2025. I know. I've been asking my insurance company for years, would you please acknowledge that my car is in the garage? Because I work from a home office, as you probably know, as a broadcaster. And uh, my car is in the garage probably five out of every seven days. And when I go somewhere, it might be... 10 to 20 miles twice a week and that's it and they said no the minimum is what is it 5,000 to 7,500 miles a year I mm-hmm. said are you kidding the car is 9 years old I have 29,000 miles on it who is tr- it, I'm, I'm, it's not going I love to look at it though question Kenny you, you go ahead before you go before you go you might think of these things as you know small little niches or you know small numbers it's not going to happen in the mainstream DD the car sharing service executed 1.3 million 
test drives in the first three months of offering that opportunity. 1.3 million in three months. It's happening. Wow. It's happening now. And it's happening through wow. IoT and the connected car. Wow. A quick question, a personal question for you, if you don't mind. You don't have to answer, but are your, your teenagers who were recently new drivers, I, I understand, do they want their own cars or are they going to be part of the ride-sharing generation where they'll be happy to, to hail a car or to take a, to drive a car that is shared and they drop it off at a pickup point? What's their perspective on car I'm, ownership? I'm happy to report my daughters are old-fashioned car buffs. My oldest daughter is a <laughs> junior at University of Arizona. She has her own car. She takes good care of it. She loves driving. It's her baby. And my 15-year-old daughter uh, is torn between a Jeep and a uh, renovated Bronco. And, of course, she wants her own car. So they're, they're car lovers. We're a car-loving family. But there is going to be a mix. There will be car shares. There will yeah. be people who won't own any car and just use ride-sharing services. And there are others that will try to make money out of the cars that they do have. There you go. And those old timers like me who just love to have a sports car in the garage and take good care of it and baby it and feel so good when you get in behind the wheel. So what can I tell you? Now, one quick question, Kenny. Thank you so much for your time. What would your message be to our listeners who are not there with you and your colleagues and uh, all kinds of people at the hundreds and hundreds I mentioned at the conference this year? Why would somebody want to plan to come to the event in 2018, Kenny? Well, it's pretty easy for me. This industry is changing more in the next 10 years than it has in the last 100. So if you skip it and don't come a year, you might miss, you know, 12 new things that have happened. I mean, there's something happening every month in this industry, and the industry hadn't changed a lot in the last 30 years. It's it's changing. Every aspect of it's changing. Engines going from fossil fuel to mixed hybrids to fully plug-in electric vehicles. Uh, car ownership is changing. How it's insured is changing. The fact that they're going to be driving themselves is changing. So the mm-hmm. entire industry, normally you have one thing change in industry. This industry has every single aspect changing right now, right in the middle of it. And growing up in Detroit, I, you know, as a kid, read all the books about Henry Ford and Thomas Edison and thought, man, would that have been cool to be there right at the beginning of the car industry. And here we are right now in 2017, and it is the best place to be in terms of change in the industry. So I actually do not want to go back in time. I want to be right here, right now. It's a great time to be in this industry. Thank you very much. Kenny Hawk, it has been such a pleasure reconnecting with you, and I really enjoyed our chat. So thank you very much, Kenny. Kenny, Nice catching up, Bonnie. uh, Kenny Hawk, CEO at Mojio. I'm Bonnie D. Graham signing off for the Future of Cars with Game Changers here at SAP's third annual Best Practices for Automotive Conference. Safe driving. Thanks again for tuning in to The Future of Cars with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best-run businesses run SAP. To keep the conversation going, tweet your questions and comments to Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham again Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Business Channel. We wish you a positively game-changing week.